This is Regular Girl Devos, and I'm Dana, just a regular girl looking for Bible answers to life's questions. Welcome to the Choosing Peace series. In these next seven episodes, I will guide you along a path of peace as we follow God's promises. Motivation is a vast subject, and analyzing our internal impulses is a lifelong task. Are we motivated by encouragement or negative circumstances? Is it part of our mental makeup, or is it learned? Is our behavior motivated by past experiences, societal pressures, and worldly desires? How do these compare to God's promises? My childhood experiences taught me strong independence. Look out for number one. Take care of yourself because no one else will. Theologian Dallas Willard explains the challenge with this way of thinking. Those who depend on themselves with their own abilities are unwilling to let go of themselves and trust God. They are unable to say, I don't have to dominate. I don't need to have my way. Such are the truly miserable. Such are those who lose their souls in pursuit of the things that are set for them by the inclinations that are in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Eventually, the problems of living this way will pile up on us. Don't misunderstand. It is not bad to want to be successful and enjoy the comforts of life. God, in all His sufficiency, wants these things for us. He didn't create this beautiful, plentiful world to withhold it from us. The key is understanding the basis of our choices and our behaviors in pursuing them. For example, What drives us to overwork at the expense of spending time with our family? Are we climbing the corporate ladder by mistreating people or using dishonest methods? Do we manipulate others to get our way? Are we insensitive to others and promoting ourselves? Are our decisions driven by the need to control? In contrast, Are we willing to do honest work and enjoy the fulfillment of our desires in a godly way? Can we have confidence in God's timing? The difference between godly and worldly decisions and actions is all about our attitude toward and our trust in God. Paul explains in Galatians 5, 13-26, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, 
which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the Law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these? Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living with that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Jesus Christ have nailed their passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not be conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Read Matthew 6 to see contrasting attitudes and motivation. Matthew, Matthew asks if we are acting to impress others or draw attention to ourselves, or are we acting out of our godly gifts and seeking the rewards of His provision and inner peace? Is what we are doing a show or sincere? At the heart of it all, are we promoting a godly way of life or ourselves? Remain in God's love, in His peace. Live in godly motivation. Believe in His promises. In these ways, we will have the strength and resources we need to experience a life in all fullness, beyond what we can understand or achieve on our own. Ephesians 3, 16-19 says, I pray that from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep is His love. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Become a subscriber at haveagather.com and get the Build a Life of Peace workbook. My prayer for you is in Philippians 4-7. And the peace of God, 
which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.